0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. Hope everyone is safe and healthy and doing well during these times. And hopefully you're getting out and enjoying your Jeeps, 4x4s, Toyotas, whatever you may have. Today I want to talk about preparedness. And I don't want to beat this thing to death, but I kind of want to talk about preparedness. And the reason I'm talking about it is because I'm currently planning a trip um, to Colorado. It's Black Bear Pass with a couple guys and um, well... We're trying to be as prepared as possible. Now, one thing's for certain, we can't control what the virus is gonna do, we can't control what the weather's gonna be, we can't control um, you know, what the government agencies may decide. And there's gonna be a lot of things, mechanically, that could potentially happen that we can't control. But what we can control is how prepared we are for the trip. So like, the tools we bring, uh, how well our vehicles are maintained and built, And we can uh, work on navigation and and try to see uh, if we can come up with the best um, routes to basically take. And um, that's the idea anyways. So uh, the other day I went riding at Durham Town with a couple guys. And uh, well, S3 Magazine has a video out on it now. And um, it was kind of mentioned in in one of the videos I did on my YouTube channel. But uh, basically I ran into a tree um, coming up out of a creek bottom. And it wasn't like I floored it out of the creek bottom and hit it. It was like I drove about, went to a flat spot, couldn't see the tree because of my A-pillar, and I literally just didn't see this tree and just ran into it, cringled the hood, messed up the fender, busted my radiator (laughs) when I pushed my gorilla in. And, um, you know, I think I reacted pretty fast and smartly. Um, we got the hood pretty much situated, made sure it was locked down. We saw that we were losing coolant and I knew I was close to, uh, the main road and I wanted to get back to the main road in the office in case I needed to do repairs or get towed. So, um, kind of explained my plan to the guys I was with and then jetted. And, um, where I wasn't prepared was I've never brought stop leak before on a, I've actually had coolant and one of the other guys had coolant, but I've never brought stop leak. Well, what we did was we ran into town, I got an extra radiator, and I bought some stop leak. And I threw the stop leak in to, um the radiator, and I made it the two hours back to my house, which is awesome. And ended up changing the radiator, and we're still working on fixing the body components of it. But it's just one of those things that now I may consider bringing along with me. Like, I'm almost always going to have coolant, but maybe just having a, an unopened bottle of stop leak wouldn't be the worst idea. Um it's just kind of those experiences that make you think about like why you might see your buddy bring in an extra cord of transmission fluid or a guy bringing, um, uh, some diff fluid or something like that. Now, there were suggestions while I was there like get it hot and crack an egg in it or fill it up with pepper. Now, those things would work in a it's super emergency situation, but both of those things are going to cause destruction in the engine block and they're going to be really hard to clean out. Where I was able to just do a flush, put a new radiator in, put in new hoses. Um, You know, we might see long-term effects to the thermostat, but that's a cheap fix. So really not too much to worry about. And in the process, my heater core quit leaking, which which will probably start leaking when I need to use it in the winter. But that kind of thing is what I'm talking about as far as preparedness. Now this day, I had a lot of guys with me. I could have got towed off the trail. We were at an off-road park and I could have called and got towed back to my house. But when we're talking about overlanding and getting further out there, that is something that we got to consider uh, bringing extra parts, U-joints, the right tools i mean i bring uh, tools recovery gear we're doing a trip this weekend and uh uh, and i'm driving a wj that i've never driven before something we've been building here at the shop at blackberry off road and i'm gonna bring transmission fluid and coolant and um i'll have some hand tools i'll have an air pump um different recovery straps um it doesn't have a good recovery point in the rear so i have this thing I bring with me that is basically slides in the hitch and has a d-ring that attaches to it and I bring that with me even though um I wouldn't use that on my own vehicle but if someone that comes with us has a truck or has a vehicle that doesn't have d-ring slots on it um then I have a way to recover them and sometimes you're like well why does it matter if you're gonna recover someone else well sometimes they're blocking the trail or sometimes they're your friend and you or you just want to do the right thing so um yeah And then more more recently, I've added a deflator to my kit. I like to bring zip ties and hose clamps and ratchet straps. And um, always make sure you have your winch controller if you have a winch. Um, A multi-tool, even a cheap one, is still good to have. Um, And a flashlight. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can think about. A high-lift jack or a Pro Eagle or some jack of that nature. Um, Even just a bottle jack with a base um, a jack stand. So there's all these things we can think about bringing. And then at some point, it's like, it, what's overkill? What's too much? Um, if you ride with the same guys a lot, maybe coordinate and decide who brings what so you don't have to bring out so much gear every single time. And that's one thing that I'm looking at while I'm preparing for the Colorado trip. It's like, well, maybe one guy brings the jack and one guy, jack, not Jack Daniels, although that's something we should probably add to the list. But, You know, one guy, maybe one or two guys, maybe bring the big coolers or the fridge. It's like we can kind of cut down on how much we're bringing to this trip because it's such a far distance and the weight does make a difference. Now, in talking about preparedness, a little bit of an announcement if you haven't seen it on Instagram or Facebook, me and my wife bought a brand new Jeep Wrangler, also known as a JL, technically a JLU. It's a four door it's a sport s and our plans for it is to make it into uh as much of an overlander as we've ever have a vehicle and The purpose behind it is my parents now live four and a half hours away in Florida. We like to go camping um as much as possible in North Georgia, and we also want the option to be able to go out west and typically a wrangler um under 100,000 miles is a very reliable vehicle, and of course, you can get them warranty under that. Now, we did get the 2-liter turbo, which takes away a little bit of the reliability factor because we just don't know how well of a motor that's going to be in in time, but uh, we really like the peppiness of it, and uh, we just wanted something new. We've had the 3.6 before, and so we just, I don't know, we like the excitement of it with the new 8-speed transmission, so we're going to see how that holds up. But we do like the idea that it currently has, you know, a thirty-six thousand mile warranty on it, so we should be okay at least for a couple years. And um, honestly, if it's something that if we start doing a lot of out west trips, maybe it's a situation where um, we build a Wrangler and run it for three years or four years, and then trade them out. Um, built and, and then use the reliability of the low miles to back us up, or maybe we grow attached to this vehicle and we can never get rid of it. Who knows? But, um, one thing was for certain I wanted to go to Colorado this year, and I thought there's no way I'm gonna be able to afford to tow my LJ out. Will my LJ be built out in time? Because right now we're doing JCR fenders and we're gonna do a new hood, and it's just is it all gonna be ready? And then, what do I do about camping? Do I put a rooftop tent on it? Then I have to buy a rack. Do I use build an off road trailer? Do I you know what do I do? And um, um, that all that gets thrown out the window with this JLU. What we're going to do is it's just simple two and a half inch lift um, through from JKS with Fox shocks. They have really good riding shocks. And the reason I went with them is they have super soft shocks. We're not going to be doing a ton of off roading with it here in Georgia. We'll use the LJ mostly, but we will use it for. Our long drives and it commutes. My wife's going to drive it every day. So we also got super comfortable and we went with the Fox shocks on it. So we're just not going crazy high with it. And then with these JLUs, you really don't need much lift to run a 35. But we are going to run a 35-inch tire. Um, I'm going to put a set of Mamba wheels on it. And, um... You know we're still up in the air on what we're gonna do with the armor on it, but we do have a solid idea what we're gonna do on it. I do know I got a JCR off-road roof rack coming for it. I have a Smittybilt Overland, uh, excuse me, Smittybilt XL um, rooftop tent that's gonna go on it. Um, Flip down tailgate in the rear, just like a tailgate table. So you open the tailgate and then you can flip down a table and we're considering a fridge and what kind of cooktop we might use but basically on a long trip in talking about being prepared I'm literally going to have a king size memory foam mattress once I unfold this tent and then Um, It's fairly easy to remove. So, once I get back from a trip, or if we're not going to use it for a couple weekends, it's not really that hard for us to remove, store at my shop, or store at home in my garage. And then the next time we're ready to go, it's four bolts and we're, you know, back up and running. Um, So, that's pretty cool. And so, a couple of things we're thinking about, and I wanted just to bring up the points for people who might be the same boat is since it's a new build, I'm trying to consider obviously styling cues, but I'm trying to consider with the components that I'm purchasing, is it just something I'm buying to make the vehicle look better, which is totally fine, or is it gonna make me more prepared, or is it gonna prepare me f- for the future and trips that I'm taking? And um, I really wanted to put some new headlights on the vehicle, and I keep going back and forth. Is it necessarily something that is needed no, but if we happen to run off road at night, the factory lights are really not. Fan- they have gotten better on the jail, but they're still not fantastic when you compare them to modern LEDs. And um, they did offer a package on the jail for LEDs, but we did not get that package. We have their new- their newer style halogens, but still, nonetheless, um, I don't know. I kick it back and forth, having a good set of lights. Uh, even just if we're riding nights on the highway, it could be huge, crucial versus hitting a deer or something like that if we can actually have the visibility, but that's just me justifying things. Obviously, I'm going to need the lift and the wheels and tires to accomplish the things I want to do off-road, but we're being mindful of like at what level of comfort are we doing it. Um, also, things to think about are like, all right, if you're doing that, are you going to regear it? Or are you going to put a programmer on it? Um, you're just going to run in how it is. Um, I, I did take my wife, uh, just to run a quick trail this past weekend and just get an idea of what it felt like stock because it's something that I always preach. And so I'm like, let's just go do it. We ended up high centering her kind of on purpose. Like I didn't tell her, but she did it. And, and now she has an idea of like, what if, what that sort of feels like. Um, without the lift. And then when she gets to lift, she'll kind of be mindful of it. But with the tires and the lift, she's actually going to be able to get over a little bit, well, a lot more obstacles. So, um, but it's just good to have that knowledge and at least know what it felt like, um, off-roading a stock and then what the components were adding to it, um, do for you actually off-road. So as we move through the project, we're going to be, uh, You know, going back out and experiencing it and getting an idea. And it's fantastic when you're the mechanic that does the work. You really typically notice the differences. But, you know, if you're having someone build it for you, um, even if that person's your spouse, you may not know all the stuff going on underneath and it's kind of good to know what's going on. Um, And that's just mentally preparing yourself. That's just kind of mechanically preparing yourself yourself. For a trip, and I know it's great to think of. I would like just to spontaneously hop in my jeep, throw a bag of chips and a case of beer in, and go enjoy the weekend. Some people can do that, but you know, one breakage, one wrong turn, um, one uh, mechanical failure, and it went from being fun to being miserable. You know, one thing I like to bring up is navigation. And that's been a huge part of what we're doing for the Colorado trips. I've bought a Fun Trex book. Um, I use Gaia GPS, the premium package of it. And I'm looking at maps and I'm looking at places to camp and, uh, you know, I'm using Google, I'm using Facebook groups and I'm getting that information. And to the best of our abilities, you know, we're making plans um, and we have, you know, backup plans. We're considering getting a, one of us at least getting a Garmin uh, mini or uh, you know an in-reach of some sort so that uh, we have another, like even fail-safe on top of our offline navigation that we typically use. Um, and some people might consider it overkill or uh, just a part of the new overlanding culture, but it also adds to a fun day when things go smoothly and and you're prepared and things are planned out. This is not something I'd ever think I would talk about when it comes to anything in my life. I've always been someone to just like, go and do and enjoy. But I've found with off-roading, the more I prepare, the less stressed I am the night before. And if something does arise, it isn't quite so bad. And it seems like when I have the right stuff, nothing ever happens. When I don't have it, that's when disaster strikes. So um, that's just a couple you know words of wisdom for me that's just or if you call it wisdom that's just some thoughts i had about preparedness and some of the things that i'm actually uh uh looking at and thinking about in the last couple of weeks and if you'd like to check out the new jl i'm actually today uh which is thursday i have no idea what the date is today um thursday the 30th july 30th man we're almost in august so, Thursday, um, I will actually be filming a video to introduce you guys on YouTube to the new JLU. So, um, I'll have it up tonight, most likely, if not in the morning. Uh, so, you can go over to YouTube on the June Bubba channel and check that out if you like. And uh, we have all kind of fun stuff going on. We've just been building a WJ for a shop bill. We're going to be taking that out this weekend. And that will be up next Thursday on uh, youtube so if you want to check out that stuff we got that going on s3 just put out an awesome video of our trip at durhamtown that i've been talking about and uh, you can check that out at s3 magazine's youtube channel and i'd just like to say that this podcast was brought to you by tiffany kill designs they're awesome in branding website building graphic design all that good stuff as well as black bear off-road you know the awesome awesome folks i'm a little little bit biased uh, in the off-road and overland segment that offer anything from bumpers to winches to uh, buck knives and i don't know D-rings you know anything you can think of that you might need when you're off-roading that's us we got a shop here in Beaufort Georgia and uh, as always i hope you have an awesome adventure planned in your future Um, During these times, a lot of things are uncertain, but don't let your bowel movements be uncertain. Be sure to eat your prunes. We'll be seeing you.